I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey friend, are you looking to land a remote gig ASAP? Well, did you know that we not only have a ton of online jobs you can apply to on our site, but now we are also sending them straight to your inbox. I'm happy to announce that we will be sending our email subscribers legit online jobs every Wednesday. We have done hours of research so you don't have to. If you want to be the first one to hear about the remote gigs we find, go to theoffbeatlife.com to subscribe. Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here for this extended interview with Lana where she's going to share with us how to grow a YouTube channel. Hi Lana, how are you? Hi Debbie, I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm wonderful. Before we get to all of your tips and tricks, can you tell us about you and why you live an offbeat life? I think just because I was always fascinated to live abroad and experience life in different countries. So that's one of the main reasons. Yeah. And you come from Siberia and Russia, and now you're a digital nomad traveling all of these different destinations. And one of the ways that you're able to do this and also share your journey is through YouTube. And you had mentioned in our initial interview that you were able to grow fairly quickly. And that's one of the things that aspiring YouTube creators want to do, right? And your your journey is so incredible because it's like different from what it was before. Now you're this travel content creator, but you started very differently. So can you kind of take us through your journey with starting YouTube and how you were able to grow your channel in a month with like 30,000 subscribers, right? Which is pretty ridiculous. That's huge. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. So um yeah, it grew super fast for the f- first month or so. I started uploading videos um, about personal development because at that point of time, like three years ago, it was a super popular topic. And I loved things like minimalism. You know, it was also very popular. But at that time, I did not know how the algorithm works and things like that. So I had this um, series that I filmed about personal development, minimalism, morning routines, and I started posting them regularly. And I think it was my third or fourth video when my channel just blew up. And I, like after a month of posting or so, in a week, I've got like 30,000 subscribers. So that was amazing. I think one of the reasons was because I filmed on a very popular topic. But at the same time, the problem was that it wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. I just had this sort of experiment and I've always wanted to be a travel filmmaker. I wanted to make videos about traveling, just like many people out there at that time specifically. So later on, I was living in Bali and I tried to make these videos about like living in Bali and traveling and stuff like that. So I've tried many different topics on my YouTube. And now I am more into like making these videos where I show people what it's like to live in different countries. For example, if someone wants to move to another country and 
what it's like to live there, what things they need to know before they come there. So I think that's one of my main goals on YouTube right now. Yeah, and it's so interesting how you kind of started one way, even though it got you a lot of subscribers. Now you're moving into the travel sector of it, which, you know, travel in YouTube, it's a very saturated niche. How are you able to make this work? Because you still kept growing once you started your travel channel. How did you make it keep growing and do it in a way where it was steady and especially when there's a lot of people who are trying to do something similar. I'd say that there are a lot of niches in uh, traveling industry as well. So I can't say that I'm making it with travel videos yet. Um, I've, I've been growing when I was making videos about remote work, uh, language learning and stuff like this. But I figured that making travel videos is also a good way to make um, videos that people would want to watch. And I think it shouldn't be just vlogs or um, beautiful travel videos. Uh, I think it should be more like a documentary or some value that you share with people in this travel industry. And also there are so many genres in this. Like when people say they want to make videos about traveling, um, they don't really know sometimes what exactly they want to make. They just feel like they go to the place and they want to film it, right? But there's so many like niches inside this niche. Like you can film about food, like, you know, so many food shows out there. Or you can talk more about design in this country, you know, like design and art and things like that. Or it could be like exactly living in this country, like expenses, apartments, or it could be real estate. Yeah, so that's one another topics you could talk about. So yeah, uh, I'm still trying to figure out how to make this travel topic work on my channel. I've tried many different, um, I would say, formats. So I'm currently making a video about living in Turkey and in two different cities in Turkey. And I think that it's going to work. So I think by the time this podcast is going to be live, so those videos will be on my channels. Yeah. And like you said, Lana, there's a lot of different niches within a niche and there's just a lot of different topics that you can definitely explore from that. And I think a lot of this is just experimentation to see where you fit in and what you also feel comfortable and you're happy with, because you can't just put out content that maybe gives you a lot of views, but then you're also unhappy with it because that's also not sustainable for yourself. Exactly. Like it was actually really hard to change the niche because this personal development niche is super popular. And if you go on YouTube, you will see like people getting loads of views and it's kind of enticing. Like you think that, okay, I'll make these videos and I'll get tons of views. I'll make a course and, you know... <laughs> It's going to be fine. But then when you start making videos that you don't want to make or that you're not passionate about, the burnout will come very soon. And I've had so many of them. So that now I am trying to find that uh, space where I create videos that I love and I, I'm passionate about and also that, you know, are good from a business perspective because you can't make on YouTube uh, like you can't make videos 
just about things you like and audience doesn't care because that's not going to work. So before you do videos on YouTube, you have to think about like three, three sides of, a, of the same thing, like what you want to do, what audience want, wants to, you know, see, and also the clients. Like if you're planning to work with brands, like advertise stuff on your channel. So there are niches where it's easy where it's not really easy, not really, yeah, easy to find brands to work with. Yeah. And that's something to, to think about because you can't just put out content and then you can't create income from it. And then it's just content. And there's nothing wrong with that if it's just a hobby for you. But if you want to make this into a business, like you said, Lana, you have to think about all those different aspects, things that you like, things that your audience wants, and then also what your potential sponsor and other companies will want from you as well. You know, and those are different things to think about when you're creating your content. Yeah, exactly. Like I see a lot of creators, uh, and I myself did this mistake again, over and over again, like when you make a video just about something you're interested in, and then no one is searching for it, you know? And I think the best way to think about what videos you want to make is to go there and see what people are searching for. There is this great software, which is like more like a plugin, which is called vidIQ. And um, with this software, you can find keywords and what people are looking for. So it's like more like SEO, what is like SEO. So you can find lots of keywords there and you can start working on your content plan from there. Because sometimes even if you made a video about topic that is interesting for people and then you name you make a name that a title that doesn't work you know that doesn't include those keywords it's not going to work too so i mean especially if you are a beginner it's super super important to like tap into those um keywords and search results so it's i think kind of a key to success on youtube i think yeah and there's a lot of back-end stuff that you definitely have to familiarize yourself with. So for somebody who's starting out on this and they want to make a mark in YouTube, what should be the first few things that sh they should be thinking about, Lana, before they hit publish? I think it depends on a person. And like I see some people that, you know, have to be on YouTube. Like they have all these skills like maybe they're good speakers or they have something they could share. And I'm just wondering, why are you not on YouTube yet, right? And there are some people that want to start on YouTube, but they have kind of a lot to learn. So doing YouTube, it's not, you know, just like one skill. There's so many skills. It could be like speaking, like public speaking, or it could be even language learning. So for example, for myself, speaking English is one of the things I need to improve before I could, you know, make content in English. So as well as um, filmmaking or editing or like social media marketing and stuff like that. So all these little aspects of making YouTube, like you can do it before you start or while you do it. 
I can't say what it's what's the first step for uh, a beginner, but I think the first step is actually try to do something and go through this process from the beginning to the end. Because when you just start something and you don't finish it, like a video, like you go from filming, actually making an idea first, like creating an idea. And then if you don't finish it all the way to publishing and seeing the comments, you know, you will never see how it's done. Like you should go through all of these steps over and over again and try new things and not get disappointed and not get it personal because it's just um, work that you put out. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just taking action. You have to to actually start something and then you learn from that and you understand what you need to to do and what you can improve on and what you actually like to do because that's the most one of the most important thing like you you can do it but then are you also going to make this sustainable for for yourself in the long run yeah also like lots of people me included myself included uh, like they try to find this topic that they will be talking about the whole time on YouTube, which is not realistic because your topics will be changed a lot because you're changing, you're growing, and they will be changing as well. And it's okay to do something different in two years and you can't really predict what you will be doing in you know six months or one year because the industry is changing, you are changing with it or by yourself, but... Uh, I think you should just start from something you're interested in in the moment. And after that, you will see what is the next venture. Yeah, I love that. Is there any other tips that you have for us, Lana, that would help us throughout this process? I think you just should start, try to do something and see if you actually like the process, you know, not just trying to get the result, to get the views or to get the feedback, especially the feedback is, I think, something people want to get, you know, like positive feedback from people, which doesn't always happen. And the most important thing is to understand if this is what you like doing and if you like the process. I mean, that's the number one thing. Otherwise, there's no point, right? You just yeah. have to, to to think about something else because you also don't want to keep going and it just doesn't feel right for you. But I also have to say that it's not always going to be fun all the time, but at least, especially in the beginning, you, you get excited and you keep going, but it has its ebbs and flows like with anything else. You just have to stick to it and you have to work hard because not everything is something that you're going to enjoy. There's going to be things that are not so fun. But if it's something that you're passionate about, if it's something that you can see a future in, it definitely would be a good thing to move forward with. Yeah. Um, if you're making this a business, it's not going to be fun all the time. But at the same time, it doesn't have to be difficult, you know, all the time, because if it's difficult, like 90% of the time, then maybe you're doing something wrong. Yeah, absolutely. And your market is going to tell you, your audience is going to tell you if they like it or not, especially as you keep going um, and growing, they're going to be vocal about it and they'll tell you <laughs> what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. Right. Like if 
you do something that you're not, you know, passionate about or you're not enjoying this, audience will see. Like, you can't hide it. <laughs> yeah, they could definitely sense a lot of things. Yeah, exactly. Thank you so much, Lana, for sharing your tips and tricks with us. If our listeners want to learn more about you, where can they find you? They can find me on my Instagram. It's lana.glushkova or on my English YouTube channel, which is Lana Nomad with YouTube handle. Perfect. Thank you so much, Lana. We really appreciate you. Thank you for having me here. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Lana. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where she shares how she became a digital nomad and YouTube content creator. Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast? I know it can be overwhelming in the beginning. Believe me, I have been there. Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreatepodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreatepodcast.com for more information. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.